Hello, Zimbabwe, and welcome to Live Talk. We are coming to you live from Studio 7 at the Voice of America in Washington. I'm your host, Jonga Kandemiri. Today on Live Talk, we are discussing the push by Mashingo Province for a third term for President Emerson Munanga Guam. ZANU-PF Youth Celebrating National Youth Day in Mashingo, begged by provincial leaders, endorsed the idea of Munangagwa's third term. But first, a look at what is happening elsewhere. Kenyan companies facing economic challenges are turning to artificial intelligence to reduce production and advertising expenses. That's causing anxiety among artists and ad agencies who fear reduced income and job losses if AI can replace the work they've always done. Mohamed Youssef reports from Nairobi. With the coming of artificial intelligence, Kenyan companies and businesses have been quick to incorporate computer-controlled robots for various tasks to save time and costs. Kartasi Products, one of the biggest publishing companies based in Nairobi, is among those embracing AI technology. Instead of relying on outside artists, the company now uses AI to handle book covers, texting and layout, and has cut product design time by two-thirds from approximately three months to one. Because everything is within your fingertips. So you find that you don't only save on time, but also you save on cost, because you don't have to hire out any services. So at the moment, we are saving the, the, the cost savings that we are getting from AI. It is translated into the final product. David Karega, the head of East and Southern Africa at Woodrow, a communications firm, says AI helps companies reach out to their customers. You know, with AI, where, uh, you know, organizations, institutions and companies are starting to look at AI in the sense of, uh, you know, how can it help me in, uh, in this moment where my budgets are cut to still continue doing, uh, you know, effective uh, communications. And what I've observed is... AI becoming a kind of a value creator and you can look at it being a value creator both from an agency perspective and from a, from a, from an, a client perspective or you know the, the company. The adoption of AI is creating fear among artists and advertising agencies that revenue and jobs will continue to shrink. Simon Mwanzia, creative chief for one such agency, the arts group, acknowledges the trend and the cost benefits though he thinks companies will be better off relying on professionals to handle their advertising. Uh, all the design work is done in-house, so that means that's less revenue for the agency. So we'll definitely take a hit. But um, we do not foresee a situation where uh, companies do that because we always uh, emphasize and also try to advocate for that. People need to focus on their key strengths. Currently, AI programs used in advertising often create deformed creatures and worldly scenes that require many hours to edit. However, the World Advertising Research Center says spending by Africa's advertising sector fell by 11.6% last year, an indication of the likely increased use of AI. Mohamed Yusuf, VOA News, Nairobi. Uh, back to our topic, uh, Vice President Kembo Mohadi, ZANU-PF Mashingo Provincial Chairperson Robson Mavenyengwa, and Mashingo Provincial Minister Ezra Chadzamira 
all endorsed Munanga Gwa for a third term at a National Youth Day event held today at Mshagasha Irrigation Scheme. Chadzamira said the province wants him to lead the country beyond 2028, regardless of the fact that Munangagwa is in his last term as per the country's constitution. <laughs> Reacting to his endorsement, Mnangagwa said he can't then turn down the people's wishes. He also told youths to guard jealously Zimbabwe's independence from colonial rule, adding that Mashingo always votes in large numbers for the former liberation movement. The endorsement by Mashingo province may lead to other provinces following suit, as was the norm during the late President Robert Mugabe's term of office before he was toppled in a de facto military coup in 2017. The constitution of Zimbabwe clearly stipulates that an incumbent president cannot be a beneficiary of constitutional amendments in terms of changing presidential terms. For any changes, there is need for a referendum and two-thirds majority in both parliamentary chambers. Currently, the ruling party does not have an outright majority in the Senate. Mnangagwa was once quoted by a cable news network as saying he will step aside when he completes his two terms. Is it possible for him to have a third term? Prozano PF lawyer Tinomudaisha Chinyoka explains the steps to be taken before the constitution to be changed. Uh, the constitution of Zimbabwe makes clear in section 328, uh, particularly subsections 6 and 7, the steps that need to be taken if you wanted to change the term limits of a president. Those steps are there needs to be a constitutional bill that passes both the House of Assembly and the Senate, which together constitute what we call parliament. And then that bill gets signed by the president. But in this particular sense, because it is a bill that changes the term limit of a president, it would then require to pass in a referendum. The constitution also makes clear, I think it's section 328, subsection 8, that it is not possible to amend subsection 6 and 7 in the same constitutional bill. In other, way, in other words, there is no way to go around this procedure without going through a referendum um, to make sure that this can't be done no matter what majority you have in parliament. The constitution then makes clear that if that amendment is passed, 
it does not apply to the president who is in office at the time. So in other words, if that constitutional bill was passed now, uh, during the term of office of President Mnangagwa until 2028, it would not apply to him, so he would not be able to have third term. It would be the president who comes in 2028 that then has uh, the increased term limits. So that is what the constitution says. Uh, that was pros. Speaking from Harare, please stay tuned as we take a brief break. In times of change, when the world seems uncertain, and what we hear doesn't reflect what we see, we seek the truth. When we are told only part of the story, we lose trust. In moments of crisis, our dreams, hopes, and wishes for a better tomorrow depend on a free press. At Voice of America, we bring you the stories that people take risks to see. We connect the world and unite it with truth. At Voice of America, we show you the whole picture. Uh, for those that have just joined us, we are streaming live on our pages, VOA Shona, VOA Studio 7, and VOA Indebele. We are also live on YouTube, VOA Zimbabwe. Tonight, we are discussing Amashingo's endorsement of President Emerson Munangawa for a third term, despite constitutional term limits. To discuss this in depth, we are now joined by ZANU-PF member, uh, Dr. Masimbama Vaza, who is based in uh, Britain, and Mr. Ntlantla Moses Ngube of Freedom Alliance Party, who is in South Africa. Uh, let me start with you, Dr. Mavaza. What is the meaning of uh, this endorsement? The constitution is clear on the term limit, and it is out of, uh, I mean, it is out there for everyone to see. Right. Uh, thank, you. thank you so much, Jonga, and thank you, Zimbabwe. Uh, what we need to look at is um, there's a difference between an excitement announcement and a proper announcement. This was not an endorsement. It was simply an excitement where uh, the minister, the youth, were excited on the youth day. That does not account to anything. What we need to look at uh, in this manner is the constitutional uh, provisions, provisions which is that the president who is um, in office at the moment does not benefit from any referendum changes of the term of office. Mm -hmm. The one who would benefit would be the one who comes after. Regardless that we've got a, a, a two-thirds majority or 100% majority, we cannot change the Constitution and nullify the term which says the sitting president does not benefit from uh, uh, the change of the constitution. This was done for a purpose, to protect those who, who want to stay forever. So, yes, power is very sweet, but um, it's not if we follow the constitution, we follow uh, the wishes of the people. And therefore, people do not wish to break the law. 
If they do so, we try to guide them to come around the provisions of the law. So in short, yes, um, it has been said, but that was an endorsement. Endorsements are done when you are going towards a Congress or a conference. There was no conference. It was a public holiday, not a party holiday. And the endorsement was simply an excitement of welcoming the president in their presence. And therefore, it counts to nothing. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Mavasa. I'll come back with a question to you on that as a follow-up. But uh, let me go to Mr. Ngube first. Uh, Mr. Ngube, as uh, an opposition party in Zimbabwe, what's your take on the move by ZANU-PF to extend President Munangagwa's office tenure? Thank you very much. Uh, we are not uh, surprised, although this is very strange. Uh, the slogan was authored by Mnangakwa himself. I think what they are doing is to test the waters. Um, there is also some form of political illiteracy that should be in ZANU. If high-ranking officials like um, Mohati can speak like, like, like that, that is very unreasonable of um, uh, all the people like, like Mohati. And as they were celebrating today, they are celebrating uh, the genocide, uh, Mr. Mkabe, the former president, uh, who, who actually masterminded the killings of uh, over 20,000 people in, in Matebele. So we, we can see that uh, now what Mnangakwa is doing is not this youth, because remember during Mkabe's time, they were also doing the same thing, saying, am I and Baba have been uh, endorsed by the youth. The youth will be told to say, go and say this and that. Unfortunately, Mnangakwa's uh, gang didn't realize that the constitution, um, the way it is now, is not going to be easy for them uh, to do anything. So for, for us, um, we are not surprised because this is a, the Zan way of doing things. Uh, this which the so-called um, new dispensation, is actually the Mkabe, uh, I mean, dispensation as it were. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Please do stay on the line. Uh, we also want to welcome Ms. Diana Zimbuzana, Chamber of Zimbabwe Exiles Forum, to our show. Welcome, uh, Ms. Zimbuzana, Chamber. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. You heard what our guests said and uh, also the topic we are discussing uh, now. And uh, my question to you is, the constitution is clear on the terms of a sitting president uh, and uh, how many uh, terms he should have in office. Are we seeing ZANU-PF abusing its two-thirds majority in parliament? Uh, but if the same ZANU-PF did not then adhere to the same tenets of the constitution, what would make us think that in this instance ZANU-PF would rather adhere to the tenets of the constitution? Remember, the constitution was uh, promulgated in 2013, but up to now it hasn't been aligned. The laws haven't, haven't been aligned with the, with, with the constitution. The laws of the, of the Republic of Zimbabwe have not been aligned with the constitution. That in itself shows that uh, uh, ZANU-PF was the constitution in disdain, as it were. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Mavaza, you said uh, it may be out of excitement that uh, the provincial minister and the ZANU-PF uh, provincial chairperson may have announced or made this announcement. But uh, as uh, is mentioned or was mentioned by Mr. Ngube, there is a history to that. Once you hear a province uh, endorsing a, a sitting president, the next thing it will be a chorus. The whole country will be singing from the same hymn. Uh, what will stop ZANU-PF from amending the constitution? 
Firstly, we need to appreciate that ZANU-PF is a law-abiding party. So I don't know where Zimbudzana gets a thinking that ZANU-PF does not respect the Constitution. It does. And again, to the second point, you need to realize that a, a chorus does not change the Constitution. There has to be a referendum before that is done. There are procedures which are taken before uh, the president's term is increased or is curtailed. And therefore, there is no way um, it's going to be changed by a, 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 an excited announcement at a meeting or at a celebration. And furthermore, I wanted to correct one point uh, that Mr. Nobe is seriously mistaken. The late President Mugabe was not a killer, is not a killer, and he is not orchestrated any genocide. And I think that's a topic for another day, and I think it's unfortunate. That each time people open their mouths, they try to uh, attack the civil war in Zimbabwe to President Mugabe. It is not the situation. But the point for today is there is no uh, abuse of the uh, um, two-thirds majority, and we do not have a ZANPF that intention. If there is such an intention, it should be announced properly by ZANPF's succession through a Congress. There are procedures which will be taken. They are not taken at a meeting or a celebratory mood anywhere where somebody has taken one or two wines of um, glasses of wine. It's, it's completely different. There is nothing like that which is going to happen without the proper procedure being followed. But uh, Dr. Mavaza, before I go to Mr. Ngube, you know, the people of Zimbabwe very well know that once ZANU-PF starts from this uh, tone, it will be a chorus, and the spokesperson, uh, the party spokesperson you are talking about, will just say, "We am I to say no?" And the president will eventually say, "We am I to say no?" When the people speaks, uh, that's uh, that's called an assumption. We will never work on assumption. We work on the constitution, and the constitution is very clear on what will happen should we need to change the term of a president. Thank you. Let's go to Mr. Ngulba. I know you are itching to respond to uh, Dr. Mavaza. Yes, um, I do. I, I respect Dr. Mavaza. I think he knows um, what a, a civil war is. There has never been a civil war in Zimbabwe. Uh, that is clear, and, and we need to leave that one. Um, let, let's talk about uh, the way ZANU does things. This is not a mistake. The pronouncement is not a mistake. It is well designed. Uh, provinces will be trying to outdo each other in, in making that kind of announce, an announcement. And this is very, very dangerous. Um, it actually threatens peace in the country where people will, will go against the constitution and start making uh, pronouncements like, 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 like this. And it poses serious implications on Nangako himself. Why does he allow people to talk like this? He has been saying, he's the one who has been saying the Nenge and the Chipo in 2013. Even before the, the previous election. He was saying that. Why should an old man who knows what the constitution says, who knows the effect, I mean um, the the effects that can come in in through his utterances, but he continues to do that. These people are not talking on their own. They have been sent to say start saying this thing. We want to see what, what people are, are going to say. And the people of Zimbabwe will refuse this kind of, of thing. It would be nonsensical to have a situation where such a good constitution, which they are refusing to implement fully, begins to be mutilated as early as this. It should never happen.
Mm-hmm. It should stop where it is. People like Mavaza should stop it where it is right now. We don't expect such a primitive approach. We are in this century. We are no longer in the primitive and savage age where people can behave like they are, they are a president can behave like he is a dinner. The president is a dinner. It, it's wrong. It's embarrassing. In, in fact, wherever he talks about it, uh, I know he is just somewhere uh, trying to find out people like Mohati. Like, like, like I'm saying, why should they, they be playing like, like children like that? It mm-hmm. is totally wrong. It's unacceptable. But it is in the DNA of, of ZANU-PF. They are used to doing these things. They have, they have disrespected the constitution for, for long. It's a lawless party led by lawless um, individuals. And the people of Zimbabwe should uh, reject it with the disdain it deserves. Thank Whatever so move that they are trying to propose. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Mr. Ngube. Please do stay on the line. Uh, before I go to uh, Ms. Zimbudzana Chambara, let me just read uh, messages sent by our listeners. There is the Solos Rubatika who says, Politics, the Mapenzi, Azidiwe, Nika Kutifambe, Inuda Kuchinjanwa, Ainanga, Shitindogona, Shikudzokirapamu, Gabi Paya, Takaramba, two terms, Yuzozo, Zakatokwana. Then uh, Tati Stole, Anzi, Povo, apana shaya taura, zanu nduwe iliku taura, shumusoro wayo, shisina kutaurwa nevanu. Vanuwe zanu PF tabakuwa ziwa, shito zhao. Anu taura, shisina kutaurwa nevanu. Musangano wacho, waituwepi. Then Elvis Major, he says, propaganda ya zanu, apana muna achiri kuda rejimu iripo, kudiwa jenaro ire, chibaroka ichi. Then maini nganga, anzi, nguwa yawe ya pera, mashingo. Kunge Takazarwa, Anzi Mashingo get Takazarwa, Namai, Mamuchete, then Trino Singara, Anzi Ukutonga Nedemo, then Noe Ringirai, President Wedu, Avarambe Varipo, Amanga Mashoko, Arku Vaguateri, Changa Chukupai Mamu, Jagamashoko, Vaguateri. I see, let me go back to Mrs. Zembudzana Champara. Mrs. Zembudzana Champara, the Constitution says a sitting president is not supposed to benefit from any constitutional amendments. How then is this going to benefit the incumbent? Do we see uh, President Munangagwa um, working towards changing the uh, constitution, uh, yet is fully aware that is not going to benefit? Uh, they will change it. If, if the intention right from the start was to, to attain two, two-thirds majority in parliament or in the, in the, in the, in the legislature, as it were, and, and that intention has been uh, realized, then the intention to change the constitution becomes a, a, a mere step towards then the, the, the president changing even that section of the of the constitution that that doesn't allow him to benefit. Remember, he said in 2030 he'll be there. So yeah, this is just a walk towards that goal that he had set for himself. Uh, well, you, you really the problem with with uh, people of ZANU-PF is to assume that as the rest of the masses do not understand the kind of relationship that we have with them. It's, it's like having a relationship with a black mamba. One day the black mamba comes to you and say, let's kiss. And if you get there and kiss that black mamba, thinking that the black mamba will not bite me, it's naive. And we are not naive. We know that ZANU-PF, actually for some of us who are a bit old, ZANU-PF has always been marching towards the one-part state. But because of, the, of, of what is expected of them by the international community, they really cannot march towards the one-part state. So they would rather look for other ways than the rulers of Zimbabwe forever. And this is just a path that they've, they've, they, they, 
they brought with them from the war, and they are still marching in that. It might it might have veered a little bit, but it's still the same path that ZANPF has always embarked on. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Mavaza, uh, can we see uh, the party spokesperson uh, disowning these uh, endorsements or uh, pronouncements? I think the, the the problem we are you you are you guys are having, you are not understanding that the pronouncements were not made at a ZANU-PF function. It was a national function, a national youth day. Yes, but, but before before you go any further, Dr. Mavaza, President Munangagwa yes. is a national president, not only for the party. He doubles up as a party president and as a national president. So if this so event was, uh, oh, yeah, if the pronouncements were made at a national event, which means the people want him to continue with his national mandate. No, they are simply saying that it's the government to that minister who says they might want the president of the nation to remain the president until 25th. But that is not the position of ZANU-PF, neither is it the position of President Mnangagwa. President Mnangagwa gave a figurative speech and said in a very clear manner, 2030 I will still be there, meaning I will still be alive to see that what I've started has been finished. It does not mean that he will still be the president. It is entirely up to people's warped minds to believe that he meant to say he will still be the president. He never said that. He said he will still be there. 2013, the meaning I will still be alive. And therefore, we cannot confuse that and try to confuse Zimbabweans to think that the president is planning to usurp the Constitution. He is a lawyer himself, and he will not do that. If ZANU-PF wants to change the Constitution, uh, it will do it through the right way, and it has a right to do so. It is our right, and it's a constitutional right to change it. The Constitution does not control us. We control it. But at the moment, nothing has been said, nothing has been serious. It was an excited announcement mm -hmm. by government officials who happen to be party members, but they are not speaking on behalf of the party. Thank you. Uh, before I go back to you, Mr. Ngube, let me just read a sentence or two from our listeners. There's Tinashe Maburise who says, Nemio weji news zhenyu, muze wano chokwadi, one or two people, Aisima Shingoyese, Mutaure Zokwajo, Kanot Mutaure Idi, Koya Mukoma Salvo Nota, and Zinda Muchifarisa Kutikokerangos Munika, then Tatenda Chijanja. I don't think you could as one of one of Vari Kuto Manikizwa, Kutua Vume, guys Munangagua, and you are never Chete, Nemuzimaiwake, Mashoka, Vagnamo, Terri. Mr. Nube, we are about to wrap up our show. What can you tell other opposition members and your followers and the people of Zimbabwe? about this in the event that it will emerge as a true reflection of what is on the ground coming from provinces? Yes, what we, we can say is to say to the people of Zimbabwe, let us unite, let us stop this kind of nonsense. We are aware that Nangako wants to do something. There is something that is in the back. There is either he wants to consolidate power around himself so that he can put uh, his stooge or a proxy there to act there so that when they change the constitution, whoever is being put there can be put for a very short time and then he bounces back. We we know that uh, ZANU people are very good at scheming. What is their scheming is evil. And uh, as the opposition and citizens of Zimbabwe, we should stand with the constitution and uh, say no to whatever they are trying to do. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Uh, Mr. Zimbuzana Chambara, your last word for Zimbabweans. What can you tell Zimbabweans who are listening at the moment? 
Zimbabwe belongs to Zimbabweans. So Zimbabweans must rise up and be counted. Mm -hmm. How can they be counted? By voting or what? Because but there might be a referendum that, at the that end of this. That their views are mm -hmm. then uh, articulated properly and taken into account. Thank you because so much. As it were, nothing of that sort is happening. Yes, uh, thank you so much. Vama Vaza, Shokurinu Pesera, Ishokuri Piramanga Sirana Zimbabwe, Nuti, Vato, Quatokanganska Maonero, Vamuarfumador, Chaitika, Vamuachita, Squitika, Sasamurutau. I'm such a name, Sindo Ebete, Akuna Chirkitika. Nothing has happened so far. Saga Chatunfara Mutarsa is Zimbabwe. Kungotarsa Kuti. Can a panic to Dab Shandura? Timu Shandura to the Pam Temo. A panic to be Tika. Amananga Governance with Sam Temo. And the Constitution Edu. Atiskuze Mono Rodaganagi Batachi Paru. Dijate Zeratiza Yil. Those Atakarira. Those Mermiras and UPF. Saga Musazo. Famaka Maka Furiwa. Never no Nepa. Kuti Zanpe Fiatang. Zanpe Fiatar Sunguko. Mm -hmm. uh, that brings us to the end of our show, and I would like to take this opportunity to thank our guest, Dr. Masimbama Vaza of ZANU PF, uh, speaking from uh, Britain. We also had uh, Mr. Nsansa Moses Ngube, speaking from uh, South Africa, is the Secretary General of Freedom Alliance, and Ms. Diana Zimbuzana Chambara of Zimbabwe Exiles Forum, also based in South Africa. Uh, this is Jonga Kandemiri in Washington saying bye-bye.